Welcome to Scrollin' episode 97. I'm Kat. Joining me as always, Davius Starjumper. How's it going, man? It's going good. Do you do you know what week it is? Yeah, it's patch week. Well, it is patch, patch week. Patch launch week? It patch? is patch week, but that's not that's not what I was getting at. It's my birthday week. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, but you're right, it is patch week. Well, look at what Zoss gave you for your birthday. They released the patch. Mm-hmm. It's the best gift of all. That was it. They took the Frost Warden away from, you know, they're just giving you all sorts of gifts. What what official day is your birthday? Uh, Saturday. Okay. It'll be all this right. coming Saturday. All, right. yep. all the listeners, get prepped uh, and ready. 18th. Prepped and ready. Um, so uh, that's ketsperrowhawk at gmail.com. If you just want to email me like any like gift cards or anything <laughs> like that, that'd be totally cool. Please just, please just everybody just email them and just say happy birthday. Just, I just, just flood the inbox. Uh, Grizzly said blood mist for your birthday. Honestly, that's that, that is like the thing I'm feeling so stoked about right now is, is the new blood mist. We're going to talk about that. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, so, um, yeah, okay. We're just going to go ahead and get into this thing. So Scribes of Fate DLC, uh, it just dropped yesterday. So it's, it's one day old. We've barely had any time to, to scratch the surface, but we've, we've gotten as much in as we possibly can around <laughs> our work schedules and stuff. We've done a pretty good job. I feel like. Honestly, yeah, man, we got a ton of BGs in, some awesome games last night, like just some amazing games. We had a bunch of people in the Discord, great players. Um, everybody was on last night. I mean, it was it was popping off. It was. It was nice. Yeah, we're going to talk about PvP stuff later, but I just want to mention that there is this there is this energy amongst the PvP community right now. Like people are feeling really excited about kind of the, the meta situation i think the fact that we're getting a new class here pretty soon has gotten some people hyped as well the fact that the the wall of frost situation it looks like it really is toned down quite a bit um yeah it's just spirits have been so high amongst like the pvp guilds and stuff that we've been in here lately it's just been really good to see yeah it has been Pretty smooth release as far as i can tell i haven't run into any major bugs really there's a there's an issue with breaking free on GamePad that we thought was a bug at first, um, but it's actually, they just changed how break free works on GamePad. <laughs> it's actually a fix. We thought it was uh, a bug, but it turns out it's a fix. It's a fix, but uh, according to Uncle Sam, he, he plays on controller. It it does make it a lot more difficult to have like fast reaction time when you're breaking free. Because uh, previously it was you, you tap um, left and right trigger simultaneously. Uh, now it's more like the default binding for, for mouse and keyboard where you hold left trigger then tap right trigger while you're holding that and that's how you do it it's going to be the first stepping stone to lead all these controller players to the mouse and keyboard they'll find their way here they'll find their way just (laughs) walk down the Um, path but otherwise i haven't ran into any bugs there hasn't been like any login issues no loading screen issues you know like uh i haven't had any lag or input delay really anything like that it's been it's been pretty nice uh, we kind of uh, anticipated that because PTS was so like, you know, they kind of, they kind of, yeah, they kind of threw the stuff out there week week one, made some minor adjustments week three, and then that was just kind of it. So they they had a lot of time to really, I think, iron some stuff out and make sure it was a nice smooth launch. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Uh, as far as like surprises in the patch notes, not a lot. There is one thing though that new Rune Carver's Blaze set. Um, that's that light armor set. It deals extra flame damage on the third tick of your damage over time abilities. 
Um, so the original iteration of this is um, it would it would deal damage only on the third tick. So so not the sixth or the ninth or the twelfth. Um, so now it will deal damage every third tick. So three, six, nine, twelve, on and on and on. Um, but then they did reduce the damage by forty-seven <laughs> percent. It was like great change. Oh wait, nope. Second sentence came in, and uh, never mind. Uh, it doesn't I, seem like this is going to be a super great set. Go ahead, David. No. I was just going to say the biggest surprise for me is uh, is is Snake in the Star stuff just going to be just that's if you want to make gold, just sell Snake in the Star stuff. That, that's that's the surprise I got to a, me right now. I got a decisive resto staff blue as a rewards for the worthy. Uh, blue. Reward. Could we just focus on that? Just the key word there: a blue decisive staff. There was no like a uh, Tamriel Trade Center data, you know, because it just came out. So I was just like, ah, we'll try a million. It sold in less than an hour. A million gold for a blue decisive staff. What yeah. is going on? You know who didn't get a single snake in the stars piece? You to sell this guy from all the <laughs> BGs last night. You know what though? I I like being poor. I think it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that's, uh, that works I, out for you. Uh, then, yeah, I, pre- I prefer that that way. Actually, it's uh, it just it's part of my uh, it's part of my character's uh, profile. Well, it's it's lucky that that's what you are. Then, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I really <laughs> like to role play as a, as a, someone who doesn't have a whole lot in the game. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I wanted to I wanted to talk a little bit about this rune carver set, though. Um, so it, it deals damage every third tick of your of your dots, but uh, I wanted to. Just kind of remind everyone that if you remember sticky dots were all rebalanced recently so that they all tick every two seconds, right? So this thing isn't procking every three seconds with sticky dots. It's it's ticking every six seconds, you mm. know? Um, uh, and with I, I put this on, on, on the build editor. With about 6,000 weapon damage, the tooltip on this thing is about 1,500. Um, so if you think about this in like a PvP setting you're typically if you're using dots they're sticky dots or dots that you cast on someone so they're all ticking every two seconds so now you know every every third tick which happens every six seconds is getting an extra 1500 damage with this thing seems pretty weak seems like probably the only place you would want to use it would be maybe in pve if you're using a lot of ground dots which tick every one second um in that case, I did a little math. If you ha- you could potentially have as many as five ground dots on your build. That's the maximum that are like available to you, right? Okay. So, um, like you could have Caltrops, Wall of Elements, uh, Endless Hail, or Stampede, Mystic Orb, and and a class ability. So, if you had all of those and you had six thousand weapon damage, uh, that would be that would be giving you about two and a half thousand DPS. Is about what you'd get there, according to my calculations. Hmm. It doesn't seem like very much. Doesn't seem like a ton. Does not seem like a ton. And I think totally not worth using at all in PvP. Yeah. That's kind of a um, that's kind of a bummer because I think that set, you know, I think there were some people that were potentially excited about it, but it uh that 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 uh, that there's a Stoons treatment right there. That got Stoons. That's the old Stoons treatment. Have you um have you dipped into these dungeons at all, Navius? I have not. I have not. Have you hopped into both of them already? I've done them. You're just a PVE fool now. I have. A, well, I have a funny story. So shout out to Slavka. He wanted uh, the monster set that comes from Scrivener's Hall. So, you know, you got to do veteran to get the monster set. 
Okay. And, you know, I, I have this new heavy attack bill that I'm going to talk about here in a minute. I'm feeling pretty confident about PvE here lately. So we're like, yeah, let's do it. Uh, couldn't get past the first boss. Ouch. We gave up on the first boss. We tried it maybe, I would say maybe 10 times. It was me and Slavka and basically two randoms. Um, probably 10 attempts on the first boss. Oh and we said, uh, let's go do some BGs. And that's what was we did. it. Was it a, a damage issue, heal issue, tank issue, all of the above? It's it's a it's a ton of mechanics that were not really obvious exactly how to do them. That we just kept getting killed by stuff that we we thought we'd figure part of it out, and we did feel figure some stuff out. But then there's like some new mechanic now that we have to deal with, and you know it was going to take a while. And we were planning on it just being kind of a let's just do a run real quick and then do some BGs. You know we weren't trying to sit here and spend three hours figuring out these boss mechanics and everything. Um, it looked cool. It was like in this big library with lots of bookcases. And it seemed like there were mechanics that involve the bookcases. Like you go in these aisles with books and you have to interact with them somehow. Interesting. Um, but yeah, we, I'm going to have to watch a video or, or go in there with a group that knows what they're doing or something like that. I did that. So that was yesterday. Uh, just this morning, actually, I queued up and I did the the normal versions of, of both both dungeons just to see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I think they'll both be pretty darn difficult on veteran. It seemed like it just based on what I saw in normal was a lot going on. Um, the uh, Scrivener's Hall, um, it was really cool looking. It's, it's very like kind of library themed. It's a lot of like, you know, um, aisles and aisles of books and stuff like that. There's a lot of like underground areas too. Um, it's very kind of like labyrinthine. There's like glowy mushroom colorful stuff everywhere. There were parts that honestly kind of reminded me a lot of Elden Ring. I, I got the impression, I honestly get the, the impression that these developers played a lot of Elden Ring last year, just based on some of the set <laughs> design here. They have this giant Omega Beam ability that is straight up copy pasted from Elden Ring. I mean, they definitely got that idea from that. Which, by the way, one of the bosses, I think it was in Balsinar. Uh, yeah, the first boss in Balsinar uh, uses that ability. So you can, oh, you can see it in action there. Okay, that's cool. Uh, also, in Scrivener's Hall, I noticed some of just the basic mob enemies are using the tentacle arm ability. Mm. Hitting people with that. Seems like it just does damage as far as I can see. Is it an AoE or just single target? Looked like it was just a single target is what it looked oh, like. Oh, interesting. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure the actual player versions of those abilities will be a bit different, but um, you can at least kind of see those in action there in those dungeons. That's cool. Um, let's see. What else do I have here? Oh, <laughs> in Scrivener's Hall, there's a little scamp boss. Like you run up on a little scamp that's like a normal looking, you know, knee high scamp, but he has a giant boss health bar. <laughs> You have to like fight him like a boss. And we had to like all like, you know, DPS him and tank him and everything was really funny. I wonder if he's like hard to target. Uh, I mean, it didn't seem hard for us, but it was on normal, you know, so we just burned him down immediately. But it was just hilarious. hilarious. That is hilarious. That's another, but that's like another like FromSoft, like Elden Ring or, you know, Dark Souls just kind of thing. Like they'll have enemies in their games that are like that, that look like some small, unassuming little thing, but it will freaking murder you if you don't pay attention. Uh, that's why I think, man, I think they got a lot of inspiration from that game. They just played some Elden Ring. Hey, they get more. That was an amazing game. So get all mm-hmm. the ideas. Totally. Um, I need to, I need to, uh, test out my tank build and run and run these dungeons with you. 
Yeah, yeah, let's do it. You want to try some veteran? Sure, why not? I'm a glutton. You're going to really, life. really test it out? <laughs> you got to turn my CP off. Tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to watch a guide video or something before jumping back in there in veteran. It seemed tough. I'd give veteran a shot. What, uh, what's that monster set do that uh, you guys were trying to get? That's that one that I think you said that you wanted to get a hold of. That's like when you overheal someone, you give them resistance. And when you regular heal them, you give them something else. Okay. Vitality, maybe something like that. Sounds, yeah. I'm, in, I'm intrigued. It seems pretty good. Um, so, yeah, I've, um, I've been in PvE mode here lately. You know, I did these two dungeons, but um, really, like the last couple of weeks, I would say... 75% of my playtime has been PvE. Over. Um, over the 50. Not splitting at 50-50 or more yeah, PvE. I think it's, it's, oh, man. It's mostly Ooh. what I've been doing. Yeah, I'll do, oh, I do like a few BGs at night, but the rest of the time when I'm logging in, I've just, I've just been doing like dungeons and stuff. Uncle Sam, friend of the podcast, just collapsed out there somewhere. <laughs> the second you said that statement, he just collapsed. Grizzly says that that monster set, according to Reddit, is broken, just doesn't work. So, PSA. Well, there you go. But anyway, I've I've been in this PVE mode because I put together this heavy attack build that everyone is using lately. Um, I, I'm using I've been using it on a sorcerer and a nightblade, but I, I was I was inspired by King Nar. Shout out to King Nar. We told a story, and it's been a few episodes now about how King Nar was doing a, a normal Vatishran run, and we were watching him stream it the whole time. Uh, and he got to the end and saw the perfected weapon, and realized. It was veteran the whole time. <laughs> and he was using this heavy attack Sork build uh, to do that. So that was, when I saw that, I was like, all right, I got to make me one of these builds. That's just too, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure most people listening to this already know what the build is, but it's, uh, just in case you don't, it's five pieces Sergeant's Mail, uh, five pieces Storm Master, the Oaken Soul Ring, and one piece Slime Craw. It's the only way to PvE, guys. I'm telling you, just make this build. That The set's all super easy to get a hold of. They come from base vanilla dungeons. You can do them on normal. Um, so super worth it. One single bar, you activate a, you know two abilities, maybe, maybe three. Uh, and the rest of the time, you're just holding down a heavy attack and doing you know 100k DPS. It's awesome. The the bar setup that I'm using, I'm, I'm actually not using the 100k DPS bar setup because I'm going for simplicity. That's good enough is my goal. Okay. Um, so you got to use Wall of Lightning, and no matter like what class you use that that build on, uh, Wall of Lightning is a mandatory ability. Uh, and then I'm using both of the pets, and then the Entropy Dot, uh, Hardened Ward, and the Atronach Ultimate. Uh, Entropy is just uh, just a dot, and and the reason I like it is because it's just some consistent damage over time, and it's a really long lasting duration. I'm going for simplicity here. So I'm just kind of getting these long duration timers going, and then I'm just holding down a heavy attack until it's time to restart those timers. So that's that's the reason I could I could probably do like the uh, the Daedric Prey ability to make my pets do more damage, and that might be more DPS. But you have to cast that like every six seconds, and that's too much. I'm 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 cruising now. I'm in cruise control <laughs> mode now. I don't want to be pushing buttons every six seconds. Okay. Okay. If I'm solo, I get rid of the Matriarch, uh, and I get rid of Entropy, and I replace those with Critical Surge and Elemental Susceptibility. And with those two changes, while I'm solo, uh, that gives me more damage and better survivability. I can basically face roll everything 
with with a critical surge and that damage shield. Um, I mean, I've I've gone through tons and tons of world bosses. I think there there was one in Western Skyrim I couldn't beat, but every other world boss I've come across, I've I've uh, I've soloed uh, veteran dungeons. Uh, I did a, a veteran Black Rose run, I, not solo, but with a group. <laughs> But with the pet sork, uh, and compared to, I'd, I had been doing, you know, these weekly runs of veteran black rose with my mag blade, uh, night and day difference with this heavy attack sork. It's so, so much easier. The survivability, the, the damage, the AOE damage. Um, I think one thing that really makes it so good on a sork is the fact that they have a, a class ability that's a damage shield. They have that hardened ward ability. And, um, no other class can do that with this build because the the two sets you're wearing are medium and heavy armor. So you can't use that light armor damage shield ability. And there really aren't any other good ones that, that you really have easy access to. Um, but a Sork has a really, really good one that they can put on. And, and in PvE, a good damage shield is super duper valuable. I think that's a big reason that they work so well. The pets, I think, are another good reason because they are targetable and they, they draw a lot of aggro off of you. Uh, so that helps a lot too. Um, but yeah, I, I strongly recommend it, man. It's uh, like if you just if you want to, you know, join a trial group and you're not sure if you're good enough or what. If if you have this build, you are good enough. You can do it. <laughs> so, um, strongly recommend it. I, I yeah, I copied the exact same gear. I put it all on my Magblade. It works almost. Well, it works to me uh, almost exactly as well DPS wise. Like I get almost the exact same DPS on my Magblade as I do on my. Uh, sorcerer uh he's using wall of lightning twisting path merciless resolve uh concealed weapon i don't actually use that i just have it slotted for the 10 percent extra damage uh vigor for the heal and the destro ultimate um and then when i'm solo i just replace merciless resolve with elemental susceptibility and that actually is more damage believe it or not plus it's simpler because elemental is, is a much longer duration yeah, the, the DPS is great, but the, the personal survivability is not even close to what it is on a sorcerer. There, there's like quite a few world bosses that I can just kind of do blindfolded on the Sork that I can't do at all on the Magblade. What about the simplicity of like just the, the build? The simplicity of the DPS rotation is pretty similar. Uh, it's a little bit more if I'm with the group setup because uh, Merciless Resolve that's one that I have to cast every six seconds, uh, but it's it's like it's so much damage that it's you just got to do it, you know, like you just have to swallow that and do it. Mm. Um, so just for that one reason, you're casting that one ability every six seconds. It makes it just a little bit more involved, but still very simple. You know, it's just two two ground AOEs, wall of lightning, twisting path, and then you're doing heavy attacks and doing that merciless resolve basically every third heavy attack. Um, it's also, uh, what I, probably my favorite thing about it is just kind of an accident. It's a very fast build, like, um, twisting path, that ground AOE that gives you and everybody else major expedition, uh, concealed weapon while you have that slotted, that's minor expedition that that gives you. So once I noticed that I went ahead and slotted the celerity CP that makes you like 10% faster. And, um, I'm just freaking zipping around everywhere and I'm not even really trying to be fast. You know, I just kind of have en ended up that way. It's really fun. I just kind of blaze through everything. Nice. I wanted to mention some other useful CP. I've, I'm like, it's like I'm rediscovering PVE for the first time. So I'm probably just saying a bunch of stuff that a lot of people already know, but the, the spirit <laughs> mastery CP I have found to be 
Very, very useful. That's the one that makes it faster to res allies when they die. Uh, it makes it a lot faster, and it's a big, big reason we've been able to make it through uh, some of these veteran Black Rose runs to get, to get those reses off before a mechanic kills me or whatever. Strongly recommend that one. Also, the Slippery CP. That's the one that makes you automatically break free when you're stunned, and it has a 21-second cooldown. To me, the 21-second cooldown makes it not worth it in PvP. I mean, you're being stunned all the time there. But in PvE, you get stunned maybe once every 30 seconds, if that, you know? Like, you're, you're, this basically, you're getting the full benefit from that. Uh, and like in vet, Veteran Black Rose, there are some mechanics that you have to break free very quickly or it's a problem. Uh, and so with this slotted, it's just, you don't even have to think about it. It just happens on its own. Pretty nice. So anyway, um, yeah, shout out to... Um, Exoleon and Zoe and uh, Bill Murray this time was our tank doing Black Rose. Um, Shadow was unavailable. He had to work. So uh, Bill Murray himself, if you can Bill believe Murray, it. Bill Murray, what, <laughs> what a tank. That's amazing. Yeah. He plays ESO, turns out. Uh, I've also been doing, doing uh, my daily veteran pledges. I've been doing um, just random veterans just for fun. It's like, oh, I'm not doing anything else. I'm just going to queue up for a random vet, see how it goes. I'm actually looking forward to the veteran DLC dungeons. That's something that wow. I've really, yeah. Like I've always avoided these in the past. Like I, I never want to do veteran DLC dungeons. If that's my like random that I get, it's always a bummer. I've gone through to do the dailies, and well, I mean your your usual MO has always been like, let's do the two easy ones. We're not going to do two the easy DLC. Ones. Exactly. Or if we do, we'll do it on normal. Yes, that's what it. Because you know you get these random pugs and. They don't know mechanics. I often don't know the mechanics either. Um, a lot of the time, the DPS just isn't there. That's often a big, big, big part of the problem is, is just the DPS isn't there, the group DPS. And that just isn't a problem now. Like, everyone has this heavy attack build. Anyone can have great DPS. You can even, even if you don't activate any of the abilities on your bar with that build, if you just hold that heavy attack button down and nothing else, I mean, that'll get you probably... 50 60k on a trial dummy just that alone jeez you know so like i'm lit literally think about yeah like literally anyone can do it um so you know i've done shipwrights regret dread cellar earthen root enclave the cauldron cradle of shadows blood root uh graven deep actually is pretty difficult and scale collar peak is still pretty difficult but we got through them though which for a pug in the past i feel like is not very um Probably not even half the time that happens, you know, that you're able to actually finish those in a timely manner. But they were pretty easy, like maybe wipe out one or two times, but then get back up and get through it. Um, it's all it's all thanks to this heavy attack build, man. I love it. I think it's great. I applaud it. Uh, I, I say, you know, long live the heavy attack build. <laughs> I, I would I would say, I mean, I think you're the perfect example of like if it's getting players more into the pve content like that's their goal right like yeah and you know I, i'm gonna go back to elden ring again because <laughs> i've been I <laughs> are really you missing elden ring is this what's happening here <laughs> well it's a it's a wonderful game but i i genuinely really do think that they have taken a lot of notes from that game they saw the success of that game they saw the things that people like about that game and it seems to me like they're trying to implement some of the things what they can into this game like, uh, for example, in Elden Ring, you know, like those games are known for being very, very difficult, right? 
Uh, and the way they handle difficulty, there is no menu setting. You can't make it, you can't turn it on easy mode, but you can make those games very easy on yourself by using certain kinds of builds. Huh. Specifically a mage build in Elden Ring, that's that's the easy mode build. You know, if you want to, there are certain bosses that are known for being incredibly difficult, except if you're a mage, it's a cakewalk, you know. Um, and there might be other builds that you can use that would kill that boss faster. But that's more difficult to do, you know, and that's kind of a situation we're in right here. You know, you can play this mage build uh, and do very good DPS. You can do it easily. You can you can get through the content. You can experience the content and and have fun doing it. Uh, you're not going to be the best. The, the best of the best have to do something much more complicated than that. But you, you're, you're going to be able to get through it and see it and, and have fun doing it. I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. Yeah, I agree with you. That's coming from a longtime Magblade man who has by far the most complicated DPS rotation of anyone. <laughs> so like, I'm just happy to not have to do that anymore. Um, yeah, there's a lot of PVE talk. Davis, anything else to say related to PVE or, or anything we've talked about? I, I mean, my biggest thing is, is that I, 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 I got I to gotta make me one of these builds. It, it didn't yes. seem difficult. Um, my biggest thing with making this build is that there's so many, and I'm sure... I feel like you're a little bit, I say a little bit, a lot better at kind of farming. If there's a build you're wanting to go with, you'll go farm the sets. Uh, that, that's a, that's always a struggle for me. Like if, if I have a build idea and I've got to go farm a dungeon for it, like there's a 50% chance I just won't go through with the build. <laughs> yeah. But well, these, these are very easy. You can just do it on normal and you'll get them very quickly. Uh, and then you'll just have that. Yeah. I'm not even talking about that, but if I get this build put together, if I can actually get this build and put it together, then it opens up the opens up the door to farm these, mm -hmm. you know, these DLC dungeons and and on vet, you know. And so I think that's the part that I'm most excited to to put one of these builds together is to actually be able to to potentially go and actually farm these, have quick runs, and 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 be able to just like you said, just kind of go on to easy mode, but still be able to farm some of these these sets that I've wanted for a long, long time. Yeah, and um. Like Oaken Soul and PVE, man, it never really occurred to me. Oaken Soul, like the the defensive benefits of Oaken Soul is are amazing. I mean, all the things that make it great in PvP, you never have to, you know, stop to rebuff your abilities, you know, they're just all active all the time. You have that minor protection, the the minor mending, um, you know, your armor buff is permanently active. Like you're just surprisingly resilient. Like um Dealing with uh, like really difficult uh, mechanics and things like that, they're super duper punishing. They're not quite as punishing if you're on an Oaken Soul build. You get a little bit of extra buffer. I'm sold. Just got to struggle to farm these sets, and then and then just and then just let it go. Grizzly Khan says we'll help. Who's this we Grizzly? I already farmed mine. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> he signed you up. You don't have a choice anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, we're both off tomorrow, so we just might. There you go. So as much as we can in the past 24 hours since this patch dropped, we've played as much BGs and as much PvP as we can to kind of get a sense of at least what the early meta is looking like. It's probably going to be a couple of weeks before we, you know, really settle into what the meta yeah. is really going to be. Um, but we're, we get a, we're getting a little peak right now. Yeah. I think that the first, the first couple of days are nice to get a meta because you can tell, like, 
nobody's really changed their builds a whole lot yet. And so you can kind of see the builds that were popular in the previous meta and you can tell like, oh, that that's that was the build that was previous popular and it's not near as oppressive now. Like you can kind of yeah. see the change. You still see the same builds, but their their performance is a lot different. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are just kind of jumping in with the build they already had. Some some people don't even realize there was a patch, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um so uh something I've noticed uh that's it's been a trend lately, but it's it's definitely has come to a peak is uh the sweaties. The sweaties oh, are back man. in full force. The swampies, if you will. The swampies. The swampies are back. That's a throwback. <laughs> um yeah, just just seeing all these names, we keep, we continue to see names. I'm like, man, I forgot about that guy. Man, that dude was godly back in the day, and now he's back and still godly, still just as good. It's um, you're happy to see yeah. it, and then it, you know a single tear slides down your cheek. Like <laughs> it's their first yeah. BG in a year. <laughs> they just still got it. It it makes you realize how easy we've had it for the past like six months or so. Honestly, yeah. to me, it it really does because like okay, I'm I'm really having to try now. <laughs> but um, no, that's good. That's a that's a good thing. I, yeah, that's a, it means Absolutely. the game is healthy, and that's only going to make us better too. Absolutely. Um, the frost spam so far has disappeared. Like from from what I've seen so far, it just does not exist anymore. Has that been the case for you? Yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, we we did a whole bunch of BGs, and I feel like in most of all of them, I could move around. Uh, and even the ones where some of the frost wardens still carried over, it was not near as oppressive. Like it just it wasn't near as bothersome. Um, could still move. It. Uh, I definitely think the frost is is almost non-existent. Yeah, I um I did a duel with um our friend Uncle Sam. He uh he put together basically the most toxic like frost build he could figure out, like stacking a bunch of snares. His idea was like, all right, I'm not gonna immobilize you, but I'm gonna slow you down as much as I possibly can. We're gonna see how bad that is. And in a duel scenario, it was not that bad. You know, like I, I could still move. I like those immobilizations, they disrupt you so much. You know, you have yeah. to dodge out of it. Like, you, it completely disrupts your combo. You can never, like, fully go through your damage combo. Mm -hmm. But with, with the snares, you, you totally can. Like, it's, it's, it's totally fine. Um, and in a, in a battleground setting, I didn't feel like it was that much of an issue either. Like, I might get slowed down a little bit, but I'll just do a little roll dodge or a little mist form zip out of there, and then I'm all good after that. So, and that's on like the most extreme version of that build he could put together, you know? Um, so I'm just not worried about that anymore. I think that's just not a problem now. I, I would agree. It, it seems like mobility is, is kind of, kind of back much, much better than it, uh, than it was just a couple of days ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so back. It's a, it's a, it's a mobile age now. Um, Wardens in general, I've I've not seen a ton of wardens. I mean, I've seen some of them, but um, I think a lot of them are trying to pick up the pieces out of this. Okay, I can't be this like annoying toxic frost spammer anymore. What do I even do with myself now? Um, so they're kind of in hiding right now. But I have a feeling once things kind of settle, I, I do think we will maybe see a return of those wrecking blow, Ooh. You know, warden brawlers uh, of days past. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, and that's the thing. I want to go on record. I I absolutely prefer the wrecking blow warden over the frost warden, like hundred oh, yeah. percent any day of the week. But I, and I'm excited to see them back. But man, those wrecking blow wardens, those guys, those guys brutal. are hard. They are. 
They'll come after. They you, hit but, hard and they're they're a warden. You know what I mean? Like tanky. they have all yeah. the things that they're make hard a warden. They're take them down. They're tanky. They got the yeah. cleanses. Yes, and just all that 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 toolkit. You know, they can just they can just kind of have it all. Um, but I I think there's a good chance for one. Um, that that is a spec that has low key always been good. Like it has never been bad. It's just it, yep. it, I've been saying it forever. It's been unpopular, but it has always been good this entire time. Um, now with Wrecking Blow getting that major berserk, that that rivals the Frost Staff. Now, like you can justify using a two hander instead of a Frost Staff, or maybe you could use both. Um, because you know Frost Staff gives you twelve percent bonus damage as a warden. You get Wrecking Blow, that's giving you a 10%, um, but plus you're holding a, a two-hander, so you have more weapon damage on your stat sheet, so that's that's going to actually exceed the 12% you would be getting from a Frost Staff. So I could definitely see a lot of Wardens opting to just do that instead. And honestly, I, I think that would be a build that would probably actually be better at getting kills. Like, maybe not bigger damage number or healing numbers and stuff, but actually like kill counts, I feel like the Stamden would be better at that. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. Wrecking Blow, Sub Assault, Execute. That's a nan. Yeah. I mean, that was the combo. Dawnbreaker. Yeah, that was the combo mm -hmm. of, uh, in the past, and, and it, oof, that hits hard. Yeah. It's a hard Oh, yeah, you, you line up a Sub Assault with a Dawnbreaker. Yeah, that's going to hit hard. Have a Spin to Win coming in behind it. Yeah. Or I guess if you're using Wrecking Blow, you'd be an Executioner, but yeah. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see kind of the Executioner come back. That's a, that's a fun ability. So yeah, I'm gonna keep an an eye out for those warden brawlers and and I think of warden brawlers in my mind, I always automatically think of necro brawlers. They just seem to go together in my mind. At one point in the past they did. Necros don't really hold up now, I don't think, but I don't know. Maybe they can utilize that wrecking blow. I mean That's true. of course they can, and maybe maybe Uncle Sam can work some magic. Yeah, I'd love to see some necro brawlers come back. That would be that would also be great. Yeah. Nice. I think I think brawling right now is 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 in a very good place, but oh yeah, I would like to see the DKs challenged a little bit in the brawling world. I think that'd be good. Yes. Um. Yeah, that's another thing about so far in the meta. It's just DKs, man. <laughs> they're just they're on the loose. <laughs> um, they were already just like too much, man. You just can't deal with DKs right now. Like, just try to avoid them. <laughs> is my is my advice um they're stronger than ever i've seen some using um i've honestly seen more using wrecking blow than than chains as their source mm -hmm. of uh mm -hmm. of major berserk seems to work really really well for them most of the people who have killed me in the last 24 hours have been dragon knights i would say i would i don't know just in a rough estimate probably 80 percent of the people who've <laughs> killed me which that's Maybe just an indication of how many people are playing Dragon Knights. <laughs> Eighty percent yeah, of the I'm, people I play are playing Dragon Knights. I'm over here laughing because I have not not played a Dragon Knight. Yeah. <laughs> I've only played Dragon Knight, so I yeah. get it. Yeah, they're a great class. They're fun. I mean, they've always been awesome just visually, and you know the the kind of power fantasy of the class has always been really cool. Yep. Um. So yeah, I think Dragonites are going to be reigning supreme probably for most of this patch. Uh, but I would, I, th I think some some warden brawlers could challenge them if yeah. they wanted to. Yeah, absolutely. The, the 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 thing to me about and you just said it, but I'll say it again is that that warden class is set up so well to brawl. They're so inherently tanky, 
And that sub assault is such a good delayed burst that you can really you can really do some pretty great things uh, with a with a brawling warden. And now that that wrecking blows is kind of gotten buffed, I I could see I I think that is going to get more and more popular. I'm I'm 100 with you on that. Yeah, to me, what makes wardens so good is the completeness of their toolkit. You know, like what makes a PvP good. What what makes a PvP build good is is it does it suit your playstyle? Are you good at that? Mm-hmm. build use you, you specifically you know like like i'm not very good at playing a dragon knight so i don't really play um dragon knights all that much because that toolkit just isn't conducive for like being fast and kitey and all that kind of stuff but a warden what whatever is conducive to your play style a warden has that in their toolkit <laughs> you know that's uh, so true <laughs> Uh, th- I think that's part of what makes them so good is you can just you can just however you like to play whatever works well for you you can do it. That's so true. But um, I'm not seeing a lot of sorcerers, and it's still early. It's just one you know one day, so I have I have not seen a lot of sorcerers in the past day. Um, but that that kind of surprises me. I was expecting to see like sorcerers right out of the gate, you know, kind of getting excited about. It. They got a couple little buffs, you know. Um. So we're we're gonna keep an eye on that. Not not a lot of sorks. Uh, now here's the big one, the new <laughs> mist form. Your your birthday present right here. This is my birthday present. <laughs> uh, it's even better than I was expecting. It's so awesome. You gotta get this new mist form. Um, it's really fun to use. I think it takes a little bit of kind of getting used to. It it does have a bit of a weird cadence and timing and stuff to it, but uh within two or three battlegrounds it was already second nature um it act, it's actually really really smooth um i like uh you know i've been using it on my stamplar old betsy and um i like how much it helps her with resource management because i can i can use it as an alternative to roll dodge right um and it, and it costs magicka so i can kind of just go back and forth between those two um i can also use it as an alternative to sprint and i've I found that to be incredibly useful. Like if someone's uh, running away from me and I want to chase them down and get that kill, well, if I'm low on stamina, that's a bad idea, right? Because if I catch them, well, I'm going to be out of stamina and I'm not going to be able to do anything. But I can spam mist form. Like oftentimes in that situation, I have a completely full magic bar. So I can spam mist form a couple of times. I'm right on top of them. I have all the stamina I need and, you know, rest is history. Um, it's great for that. The uh, The escape capabilities like retreating away like uh the projectile absorption is really really nice it's no problem to get out of most situations and it chains together really nice like if you spam it back to back to back to back it's you look like you never leave mist form it just kind of keeps on going um it's um it's a much better escape tool than the previous version it's a, it's a straight up buff to the previous version I know, Davis, in the last episode, you were kind of saying this is a nerf to the previous version, and I was agreeing with you. We were talking kind of theoreticals there. Um, now that it's been put into practice, I firmly believe it's a straight really? buff to Misform. Yes, yes. I haven't, I haven't used it, but I, I do find that surprising just because the old Misform, I feel like you could stay in for so long. Well, you can stay in it for so long if you specifically build to do that, but I could not stay in it very long. Okay. Like, uh, I would I would go into misform and I would have to have like a line of sight nearby. Like I, I wouldn't be able to just hang out in misform, right? I would I, 
It's something that I would use to travel a short distance to get to safety, and, and then I come out and misform and heal up and all that. So, like, there's been a lot of times, like yesterday, there were a lot of times that, um, like, with old misform, I definitely would not have been able to get away. Like, I was, there was no line of sight around. It was kind of a wide open area. I would have been able to mist a little ways, but I eventually would have ran out of Magicka and they would have gotten me. But with the new misform, I was just freaking out of there. I was just gone. Just you the know? distance you can get out of it. Yeah, yeah, and the the projectile absorption. You know, like as they're, they're trying to attack me as I'm getting away, and I can, I can alternate mist form and dodge, and mist form and dodge, and just juke and jive and just get it, slip away so easily. So let me ask you this: Do you think that it's maybe a little too powerful right out of the gate? Mm, don't make me answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say. Don't don't ask me that. Don't ask. Me, I don't want to say. It's pretty darn good, man. Oh, it's so interesting. Good. Interesting. Um, and it's it's extra fun because um, you you kind of have to use it a lot, right? Because it activates that strike from the shadows passive, the extra three hundred weapon spell damage that only lasts six seconds. So you're kind of incentivized to just use it a lot, you know, so you just looks cool. You're always just kind of zipping around and stuff. I really like that. Uh, that's, the damage that's is one, decent. That oh, one of the, well, I was just going to say, you said looks cool. That's one of the things that I have to comment on. We were in a, a BG uh, yesterday, and one of the coolest, I mean, it was one of the coolest kills I'd seen in a long time, but it was, uh, we're in the middle of a brawl, and, you know, I, I was playing on my DK, so I was right up in front, and, and I saw you hit this misform, and you kind of like zipped into the fight. And right as you're coming out of misform, it led into just your your ultimate, the uh, crescent, your, the crescent sweep. And it mm-hmm. just, it was just so seamless. It was like this red cloud that just turned into like a form, and then a crescent sweep came out of it. And then you got the kill. And I was like, I just, I was like, oh, that, that that was that was ten out of ten yeah. on style points right there. That was pretty yeah. fantastic to look and watch. You can get a lot. You can rack up a ton of style points with that thing. It's a. It is a delight to use, and just it's straight up functional and just super fun, especially on a like a Templar or a Dragon Knight or a Necromancer or something that doesn't have built-in mobility. This just gives it to you, and you're you're good to go. I have a, I have a couple builds that I absolutely want to put this on. I want to put it on my my main um, buff healer build, Davius. I think he'd mm-hmm. be great with it, and then the Neverending Nord. Just I mean, he's. He has to have this ability. Yeah. Just yeah. Oh, yeah. It makes perfect sense for him. Yeah. And and maybe more. I don't know. I I I think that. Uh, and you're you've kind of maybe even already answered this, but we talked a lot about how this ability kind of potentially takes may take the place of race against time. And I don't know. Maybe there's something to that. Maybe it really is just like on most characters, it makes more sense to have this than race against time. I think it should, especially like immobilizations. Is- so far, it looks like mobilizations are just not a problem anymore. You know, mm-hmm. Race Against Time has a lot less value in this meta now. Mm-hmm. Um, time may prove us wrong on that, but so far, it seems to be the case. I would definitely, that's, that's what I would do for sure. Betsy does not have any snare removal. She actually never, she has never had snare removal in her build. And I've just been kind of dealing with it, but now it's not a problem at all. Interesting. Um. What else was I going to say? Offensively, it's uh, it's on par with Solar Barrage. It actually has the exact same tooltip as Solar Barrage. It, it accounts for about 6% of my total damage. Not bad, really. Um, you got to aim it. That's something that has taken me quite a... Uh, I'm still actually getting used to it. Is It travels. It doesn't travel the same distance like Streak does. Like Streak always travels the exact same distance every time you cast it. 
unless you hit a wall or something. This, it goes to wherever you point at on the ground. So like if you look straight down, you don't move at all. I'm curious. I'm curious on like the aiming. Is it? Is it? Would it be like throwing like a like a necro totem? Like how you aim that? Is yeah. That, that's kind of yes, how. Yes, exactly you... like that. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Like it, it. Um. It like it's a ground cast ability like like that or like caltrops. Like by default, you have to hit the button twice. But if you have instant cast turned on, you know, and then it's instant. Okay. Um. So yeah, you you target the ground and it goes to where you target on the ground. So if you just want to go the maximum distance, what I do is I just quickly point my camera up. You know, or just <laughs> nice. kind of look, look at look at the horizon. Hit and the it'll sky. Go maximum distance. And um, another really nice thing I noticed is that you can bar swap mid animation because there's a bit of a channel time to the animation, and you can bar swap while you're in the middle of that animation. And that makes it real. It makes that I think that adds a ton to the fluidity of using it because mm. um, I have it on my front bar, but I want to dodge on my back bar because I have a bow on the back bar, so I'll mist away bar swap while i'm in the middle of that miss so as soon as i come out i'm just coming right into a roll dodge it's like totally seamless you know so you just can't lay a finger on me nice. i think that was a really nice little touch for them to make sure you could do that that helps a ton um it seems like a solid meta so far i mean like yeah. i said it's early but just it seems very promising so far we had a lot of fun in the games last night for sure yeah last night we had some amazing games uh yesterday morning for me, the games were just sweaty as could be. I think it was the first day of patch, and I think a lot of people were like just trying to test stuff out. And man, those are the most brutal matches I've had in ages. <laughs> and it was like early in the morning, it was like 7 a.m. too. I don't know what it was. Um, I have a sit chair story. Uh, shout out to Grizzly Con. Uh, he hit me up. I think it was Saturday. I want to say it was Saturday. Um, and he was like, "Yo, let's go to Imperial City," and I was like, "Let's do it." It's been a while. Uh, and it was just me and him, and we did uh, the the a good old fashioned sit chair night uh, for the uninitiated. You go to Imperial City, you start at home base at Ebonheart Pact, run to the middle and kill all the bosses and mobs on the way there. You get to the middle, you kill Molog Ball, and then you go down an enemy tunnel, kill all those bosses and mobs. You make it all the way to their home base, touch the door to show disrespect, and then you sit your booty in that chair. Got to show the disrespect. That's a key part. <laughs> that's that's how you show them. That's how they know. Um, and then you, you you sit in your chair of choice, uh, and then you just wait for some people to come out. And, of course, you just want to wait for them to attack first. We're on a, a friendly mission. Um, this is one of the best sit-chair nights we've had in a long time, man. You know how it's been. Like, the last several times we've gone to the sewers, it's just it's just PvE. Been a little empty. This time, man, it was active. We We saw a ganker right outside of our home base, a blue ganker. We killed him right away. Um, we saw, uh, a group of maybe like six blues, just a little ways into our territory. It was still our side of the sewers. Uh, I think they were all like tanks and healers. They, they had no damage at all, but we, we couldn't kill them either. They didn't really seem super interested in fighting. So we just left them alone. We went on, um, we made it to the middle and we saw this group, uh, starting the Molog ball fight. It was, a I think it was a, another blue group. We wiped them pretty quickly. It was like three or four of them. Then we took over the Molog ball fight. It was just me and Grizzly. Um, a couple of yellows came in, killed them right away. A couple of more uh, <laughs> blues came in, killed them right away. I mean, we're just like, man, this is our sewers, you know? <laughs> like, uh, like, who else wants so? 
uh, we finally got Molog Ball down and uh, we decided to go down Blue Tunnel, uh, ran into a friendly ally, just a random ally. Um, and he was like coming out of the tunnel, like towards the middle. So we were passing him, passing him in like the opposite direction. Uh, I randomly invited him to group and he joined up and just turned around and followed us. He's nice. like, okay, we're, we're doing this now. <laughs> Fellow sit here right there. That's how it all starts. He was totally into it. He went, he touched the door, the whole deal. It was oh, great. Nice. Glorious. But, uh, and then, yeah, once we got to the blues home base, uh, a ton of blues came out. We, uh, we actually had a nice little moment there where we weren't fighting right away. We were just kind of being silly, but it, it did. The powder keg did erupt pretty quickly. Um, we actually wiped, I think it was a group of four or five, somewhere around there. We wiped them several times, but eventually their numbers did build up and they overwhelmed us and, and, they got us, but it was totally worth it, man. We had a, I mean, that's you. I that's think a that's a successful right shit. Yeah, you're you're supposed yeah, to is. die. You know, yes. you're, you're looking it at that. should end in death. Yeah. You're looking at that Telvar meter and you're just cutting it in half mentally. You're just, yeah, no, you're just, no. absolutely. I mean, ideally you come up against a bunch of enemies and you kill them all, you know, but mm-hmm. otherwise death. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was awesome. Made me want to do some more uh, sewer runs. But I know they're they're not always that great. I, it was Saturday night, so maybe maybe we have to kind of focus on Saturday nights or something. It may be. Um, I feel like I've been talking for a long time, Davius. Uh, why don't you tell us what's what's been going on with Lord of Nords? I know this is basically the only build you've been. This is it now. With. Like you know, if 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 there was any slight remaining doubt of of who my main is like it's gone it's it's stamped out <laughs> it's a done deal i i, I mean, don't remember the last time i've seen another one of your characters yeah i mean at this point this this build's been worse than the sork you know than the same sork ever was like oh I, yeah uh I yeah just, you gave yourself a limit on that build you're not even no giving no yourself limit any on, limits on this no yeah. no limits on the lord of leaping he's he he's got no no rules on this guy right yeah. he's, he's not he's not about rules yeah, well, he rules, but um, there you go. Yeah, his rules. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just can't get enough of this build right now. I'll I'll run through a quick reminder of the build. Um, so, uh, Oakensole, it is an Oakensole build. Uh, five piece Ravager on the body. Uh, three agility. So uh, I dual wield. So two weapons agility with uh, one piece one jewelry. Uh, two piece blood spawn and then uh, one piece trainee. Um, the bar that I use, um, the spammable, I use Noxious Breath, uh, and that ramps up the Ravager as well as the um, the Molten Whip, so I get that passive weapon damage. Um, the Delayed Burst, and once again, I'll shout out Uncle Sam on this because it really did just over just change this build night and day, but um, the Delayed Burst I use is Deep Breath, uh, and then kind of the finisher that I really focus on is the Molten Whip. Uh, it's just kind of that heavy final hit that I need. Um, for kind of the defense and heal, the heal I use is coagulating blood, which to me, this is kind of the secret sauce of DK. It's like, this is why when you're going against a DK and you think you've got them and then you turn around and they're just completely full health. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Like how did their health bar just fill all the way back up? I put in all that work. This is the ability <laughs> that does it. Uh, <laughs> the tool tip on Lord of Nords, it's a 14 K tool tip heal, which that in itself, fantastic heal. That's already good. Yeah. But the the part that I feel like is I don't know I don't want to say underrated because I don't think it's underrated but maybe understated is that the the tooltip on that ability 
it has a 50% increased heal based on your missing health. So you can like with that 14k tooltip, that could potentially be up to a 20k heal based on how much missing health I have, which is just insane. Yeah, that's most of your health bar. Yeah, I mean it's just two of those, and and you're fine. Um, so that that is that is it, that's the only heal I run on the build, but it is it, it's plenty. Um, and then the deep breath has a heal component to it as well. Um, the defense is quick cloak. I get major evasion and major expedition out of that, so I get my speed and the Very nice. the evasion um, defense. And then I I list it as the wild card, but the 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 key to the whole build, the ferocious leap, the Lord of Leaping <laughs> himself. It's I I have come to love this build so much for the leaping because it's not even about I don't even know how to say it now because it's not even about the leap just being like this really hard hitting AOE anymore. I use it in so many different ways now. It's one, it is a hard hitting AOE. Uh, AOE. Um, he gets it all the time. It's it's an alt gen build, so he really is just leaping all the time, constantly. Um, but I I've I've played the build so much that you know we always talk about the brawler support build and this is just this is just the team brawler support build in my opinion but i've started just using i mean he gets it so much i start using it in so many different ways there's so many times that like if we're in a you know we're teamed up and we're in the 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 group bgs and there's somebody on the teams you know they're saying oh like i'm under pressure or this might be it for me like i just go and leap into whoever's hitting them it 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 clears everybody off that player. They fly in all different directions, and it just gives whoever the teammate is a couple extra seconds to kind of recover or get out of the bad spot. Um, I use it as just as much offensively. I use it defensively. Um, there's so many times that I'm almost dead or in a bad spot. I can get a, I can get to a leap. It gets my resources back up, get the shield, and then I can just kind of restart the fight. Uh, the leap is is definitely just kind of the 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 final piece that that fits this build together uh, you always got that pocket leap ready oh man, like right when you when you think you got davius leap every time <laughs> got it got it got the leap it, it is going to start it all back over mm-hmm. um i you know i i was talking i was in some uh, group bgs with sam uncle sam the other day and uh i i really i was just kind of rambling but I, I i i feel like i explained it best is that it's it's absolutely not a meta build it's absolutely not a perfect build, but it is the perfect build for me. You know, you were talking earlier about how your the best builds are the ones that just really you just you just play to your exact play style and you just can kind of go with the flow. And that's absolutely what this build has become for me is that it just uh it just goes exactly with my play style and I feel like I've just got the kind of got the resources where I understand it better. I, I understand the movement, where I need to be, kind of when I need to get in, when I need to get out. I've kind of learned to understand when I can jump into a situation and know when I'm going to get that leap again. And it's, it is, it really has become the perfect build for me. I love that when a build just kind of fits you yeah. like a glove, you're not even thinking about what you have to do. It just kind of happens on its own. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And, 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 and I will say, you know, like I said, this is not a meta build. Like, you know, I've, I've mentioned some of the sets on there that, that not many people use those sets, but that, 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 I think that's the key piece is that when you, when you get to that point where that, that builds kind of perfect to your playstyle, like it equals results. Like, I mean, yeah. I'll say Lord of Nords is getting more kills and better scores in battlegrounds than he's maybe ever gotten in the history of this character. So it's, yeah, it's worked out I would really agree. well. You've been you've been getting those double digits on the regular. <laughs> is double digits on the regular? 
Is that our title? The, the episode title right there. <laughs> Got to write that one down. Um, I know I need to play another build, but uh, it's, oof, I don't nah. know. It's going to be tough. I mean, going to be do tough. You? <laughs> do you? Just, just, just the, just the <laughs> ultimate brawler all the time. Yeah, he fits in really nicely with our squad that we've been playing with a lot here lately too. He's just got a, I don't know, he's perfect. He's that wrecking ball. You can yep. you can be that center of attention. You can absorb some damage. The healer has a little something to work with there. And it it's kind of it creates this calamity so that the rest of us can kind of do our thing. <laughs> really neat. I mean, exactly. That's kind of the one of the great things about it is that it does not have any team support, but it provides team support in other ways. Like it really does when this is when when I'm on this character in a battleground, he is taking a beating. He's leaping into a fight. He usually gets a lot of focus. He takes a beating. Um, but, you know, that it just frees up so many other potential for the rest of the team to to get in and do what they need to do. Well, um, you know, you're not the only one who's just been playing the same build. Uh, over, <laughs> over, and over, over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've also been playing my main, Old Betsy, um, how many episodes in a row now has this basically been the only build that I've had to talk about? You and me both, we're in the same yep. boat here. Uh, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry <laughs> I'm at not all. Sorry. I uh, will not apologize. <laughs> like I say, when it's Betsy time, it's Betsy time, yeah. and I don't fight it one bit. I do not, <laughs> like, I never say to myself, like, oh, I got to move on. Like, no, I only move on if just something pulls me away, you know, but I'm not going to force it at all. So, um, it's the same build that has been for a little while now. Wretched Vitality back bar with a bow. Deadly Strikes as a double bar set. Um, Black Rose dual wield on the front bar. Gaze of Sithis Mythic Helm and One Piece Magma Incarnate. And it's all about those AoE pulses. Uh, Solar Barrage, Deadly Cloak, the new Blood Mist is in there now. Mm -hmm. um, the Crescent Ultimate. Um, I got rid of Reflective Light now that I have Blood Mist in there. That's like, that would have been one too many abilities, you know, as part of my combo. Yeah, to try to, to keep up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, I got rid of the reflective light. That was just a dot. Uh, I just put camo hunter in its place, so I still get the the crit. Plus, plus now I have uh, minor berserk. Didn't have that before. Nice. Um, so that was a good change. Um, her support kit: cleansing ritual, honor the dead, and the barrier ultimate. Of course, she has vigor just to heal herself with. Um, and then yeah, she that that new mist form. I was just talking all about how amazing it is. I mean, it is. Just how I've been thinking that this is going to just make Betsy so perfectly perfect, it, it it's better than I could have honestly even imagined. It's it's what she's been needing since the day she was born. You know, it's like <laughs> this what is the her... ability you've been waiting for all this time. Yes. Oh man, it's so just exactly. It, it just fits with her play style and and everything she's been needing. But yeah, that's it's just it's that it's that final missing piece, you know. Uh, and now she really is just like cherry on top. Well, actually, not quite because I still am doing those black rose runs. I still haven't gotten. She's those gonna get that. Maces. She's gonna get those perfected maces. It's gonna happen. We're doing one. Oh, actually, I need to hit up my squad and make sure we're on for tomorrow. But we're if if you know if everything's as usual, we're supposed to do a run tomorrow. So maybe fingers nice, crossed. Nice, nice. Yeah. The problem is one of the one of the other people in the group also wants the dual wield, so I have a, mm. <laughs> have a pretty big chance of someone getting it, but not me. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I mean, how many times can you talk about a character and still have new things to say? I don't know. I mean, I, I 
I love this new mist form. You know, I, I practiced with, I played around with the new mist form on PTS and was just kind of running around the overworld, just kind of getting a feel for what it's like. And I definitely was convinced like, oh yeah, I'm going to love this thing. This is great. But um, actually putting it into practice, actually doing some real PVP, getting into some BGs and, and really using it. Um, it's, man, it's amazing. I mean, I, I a thousand percent recommend everyone become a vampire now. I've totally turned around on vampire. You got that undeath passive. Yeah. You you can't be killed. You got the uh the strike from the shadows for extra damage. Mist form on its own is worth it. Just and you be have a great vampire, you have great man. access to an ultimate. Like if you don't have an ultimate that you want to use, there's there yeah. you go. There's a great Amazing ultimate. Amazing ultimate. Yep. And it one is. of those it's a it's a get out of jail free card, and one of those one of the morphs does a ton of damage too. Yes. How, man, we have gone full circle on the vampires. Really? We, yeah. We've done full circle. It's just It's completely. crazy. Um, yeah, totally. Um, though I, I've just started, so I've mostly been playing with Betsy, like I said, but I've just started, like as of two days ago, um, sort of playing around with my Magsork. In this is true. Is I've name. seen it. I've seen you on this character. I can yeah. confirm it. <laughs> I did like, two battlegrounds and a little bit of like target dummy just testing um it's the same build kavash Gra uh, gladiator on the front bar with an inferno staff uh wretched back bar with a bow uh three pieces willpower the storm weaver mythic pants mm -hmm. um and that's the build um and so i've been using um curse fury frags and crushing shock as my offensive combo the standard magsork loadout i guess the the classic magsork loadout i guess i would say uh, shout out to Gary, and he suggested changing Crystal Frags to the other morph, Crystal Weapon, which is, I think of as the Stamina Morph, right? It costs Stamina, and it, um, if you don't remember, that's the one that uh, increases the damage of your next two light attacks. And I think it's like a six-second duration. So you, you cast that thing, and then the next two light attacks you do uh, do increase damage. Um. It's pretty cool. I'm I'm not sure if I'm 100% going to stick with it or not. I'm I'm going to play with it some more. The the damage is amazing. I mean, damage wise, it yes, it's a it's more damage than crystal frags. The thing the thing I'm kind of tackling with is the crystal frag setup is way simpler. It's way way easier. Yeah. Um, for one, you you only cast crystal frags when you get the instant proc. You mm -hmm. know the way I have my bar set up, so I'm not actually really even casting it all that often. Whereas um. With Crystal Weapon, it's literally the ability you're casting more than any other ability. Um, we've explained before how this ability works or how, how you're supposed to use it or how most people use it. You, you weave the ability in between all of your other abilities to get the maximum effectiveness out of it. So your light attack weaving with your light attacks, right? Just like always. Mm -hmm. But in addition to that, you're casting Crystal Weapon and then whatever other ability. And then Crystal Weapon and then whatever other ability. So like if you're, um, like, if, like my combo that I've been using, I want to use Curse and Fury and Crushing Shock as part of my combo. So it's Crystal Weapon, Curse. Crystal Weapon, Fury. Crystal Weapon, Crushing Shock. Crystal Weapon, Crushing Shock. It's almost you like a second just, weave, right? It's like a light yeah. attack weave and then the Crystal Weapon weave. Yeah. Exactly. It's like another layer of weaving. But um, when you do that, you know, you're light attack weaving throughout the whole thing. And so if you do it that way, every single light attack is carrying that bonus damage to them. They're, they're never not getting it. It's a constant barrage that's always hitting them on top of 
the curse and the uh, and the fury and the crushing shock and everything else that's coming at them. So um, it's a ton of pressure. It's it's a it's a lot of damage. You can really take some people apart with that thing. But you're hearing me talk about this. I'm sure you're thinking, and it's absolutely true. It's complicated. Yeah, it's hard. I'm it's, it's a lot of work. Thinking that, like, yeah, I don't know if I would. I mean, I would imagine if you spend enough time, you know, you get over time, you get used to it. But it, it's one. It's a very specific. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a very specific rhythm. So it's like yes. just this character would have that rhythm. So if you swapped characters and you switch back to this, you'd have to. I feel like you'd have to get back into the rhythm of it. Uh, and, yeah. and, and it would take a while to get used to that, to that rhythm, even when you're on this character. So th those would be my concerns with it. Yeah. It takes some getting used to, I think like, you know, my birthday's coming up as I'm getting older, like just like limitations of my body are like more and more concerned. Like, <laughs> oh, like, I know it it's your birthday, <laughs> but you're, you're not too old for ESO. All right. The body's not wearing out for ESO. Come on now. Well, carpal tunnel is a real concern, <laughs> yeah. and that build will, I think, rapidly bring it about. <laughs> yeah. That's it's it's on here. All right, the the, uh, the crystal weapons just for the that's just for the young ESO players. Yeah. All right, that's just for the youngins. Listen, I've done a lot of office work. I do a lot of typing. You know, I got to take care of these babies here. Um, hands, yeah, the babies are hands. That crystal about. weapon is the young man's game. All right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it is a ton of damage. It's pretty fun. It's very, you know, it feels very unique. Um, and I like using it on this build because it makes it feel even more hybrid-y now with that Stormweaver and the bow back bar. You know, I've I've talked about before how he's very, he, he's defensively, he's straight up a stam sort, you know, this far. He's very dodgy and kitey and he uses Vigor to stay healed up. And now his main sort of spammable is a stamina costing ability. I just, I like that he's just becoming more and more of a hybrid. Um. So I'm going to try to stick with it. Hopefully my 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 hand can can keep up with it. <laughs> hopefully hopefully uh, the body can hold up. <laughs> yeah. Uh cuz I see that damage. I can I I can already see that um uh, that potential there and especially you know you got the overload going on top of all of that, right? Yeah, I mean just that's, think about I, that. I can definitely see how the damage is just ridiculous. Absolutely yeah. can see that. Uh Grizzlycon says weaving light attacks and crystal weapons seems way too time consuming for the full sort combo. Curse would be popping early and stuff. Well, it, I mean it's it's tough, man, and it's it's a lot to keep up with. But I, I mean I did it. I I did some battlegrounds with it and it can be done. You can pull it off, but it's you you gotta stay on top of it. You gotta really manage those abilities. And I'm not really necessarily trying to time things with curse super precisely you know it's just like curse will pop when it pops and i have all this other damage coming at them and then i'll cast curse back back on them when i get back back around to it basically so um i mean it's i, I can tell you the damage wise compared to the crystal frags setup it's far superior but it, yeah it's a lot of work it is a lot of work is sam here well, uncle sam uncle sam welcome to the party friend just in time. Perfect timing, buddy. He wants to see if he wins that uh, <laughs> He wants to see if he gold. wins that email is what he wants. <laughs> he timed it perfectly, all right? This man is all about precision. He went, this is right about the time. Um, it's time to talk about some emails. Guys, we've figured out the the magic, the for, the formula for getting people to email you. You just pay them. You just tell them <laughs> that. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Who would have thought? Um, how many how many episodes? I, I wonder, 
someone needs to figure this out. How many episodes in a, what's the longest run of episodes we've had with where we said emails, no emails this week, but if you'd like to send us an email. Oh, the, the, the uh, record of no emails. Yeah. Oh, the record of no emails. That like, might be like how many? 20 or 30, maybe, maybe 40. <laughs> Those days may be in the past. I thought you were going to um, ask what our email streak was. And I feel like we're pretty close to breaking oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks <laughs> probably i want to say i feel like three is maybe it but i don't know okay no pressure on next week but tie in the record tie in the record potentially grizzly says three is the is that he thinks yeah i would trust grizz on this i would trust him um scroll and podcast at gmail.com that is the email address um so um if you haven't heard we're rich. The goons are rich, guys. And so from now on, um, anyone who emails us, uh, well, anyone who emails us has a chance to win a large gold reward uh, every single episode. Um, we will choose one person that emails us, and we're going to give them a large gold reward. Last year, it was one million gold. Last week, last, last year. episode. Last episode, we haven't gotten emails that long. Gold. Come on now. <laughs> uh this episode, we're doing another million. I think we're going to do a million until we hit 100 episodes, and then we'll figure out what to do after that. Nice. Um, nice. We got three emails to read uh, today. First one is from Vocal Tick. Vocal Tick says, Hey, Scroll and Podcast. I'm a big fan of the podcast. I look forward to the pod because I learn something new about ESO every time I listen. I love the, uh, I'd, I'd love to join the guild and Discord. My main is my Magsork, Rellis Null. Nice. Um, Super yeah, kind. thanks. Uh, thanks, it. Vocal Tick. Uh, really awesome to hear from you, man. And I'm glad to hear that um, you, you know, you learn new things from the show. You know, oftentimes when you learn a new thing on the show, you're learning it like a few days after we learned it. You know? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> uh, true. That's that's why we're talking about. That's it. why like, we're did talking you about. Know hey. You could do this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I I just gotta say to to uh, Vocal Tick, like I. Please, yeah, we want to get you in the guild, and please do join the Discord. Come and join in the fun. It has already happened, Davius. Check the oh, roster, buddy. Gosh, goodness. <laughs> okay, gotta goodness keep up. gracious! Look He's at me, way your, behind. I think he even said something in the Discord a couple of days ago, and and it's um, so weird. Old Davius Starjumper is never late. <laughs> yeah, so out of character. <laughs> so out of character. Um, yeah. So thank you very much for the email. Um, next email is from Uncle Sam. Um, the subject is shout out to King Nar. Uh, Sam says, we've been doing a lot of duos lately. Please, please break down in detail what you two think are the optimal duo combinations. Thank you. Also, King Nar sucks or stinks. King Nar stinks. Sorry. Well, he doesn't suck. He just stinks. Okay. He, you know, Sam does last week. It was sucks. Yes. Okay. Last week it sucks, but you know, Sam's changed his tune. Now he just thinks that maybe King Nar has a, has an odor of some sort. King Nar is a good friend, just so everyone's clear. It's all jokes. We're not being toxic. <laughs> Uncle Uncle Sam just clearing it up. Not a bad player, just stinky. He's not stinky. a bad player. He's just a stinky He's one. He's just stinky. Yeah. <laughs> he smells bad through the internet. <laughs> um, so um, optimal duo combinations. So there are, as far as I can say, as far as I can tell, there are four options. Four options. Okay, okay. You could have a dedicated healer and a pure DPS. You could have two self-sufficient DPSs that don't heal each other at all. Uh, you could have two kind of 50-50s, you know, that do both. 
uh, or you could have one 50-50 and one DPS. I think those are basically the possibilities, right? I, li- I like to kind of just like lay out, lay out what the possibilities are, and then we'll talk okay. about what's the best. Okay. I would agree with that. Um, so then I think it's going to depend on, okay, what are we, what is the scenario we're putting this duo into, you know, cause that's going to, that's going to determine quite a bit like, um, the Ulfadnar style duos tournaments that they do where they kind of shuffle you around with other duos. So you don't know mm-hmm. who your other two teammates are going to be. Um, I think probably in that situation, a healer and a DPS is probably the safe choice. And we've experienced that to be a pretty, not, not a bad choice at all. Yeah, because uh, you you can't run the risk of being on a team that doesn't have a healer at all, and you got to have damage. Yes, absolutely. You know? So I think that's the way to go. Uh, probably I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how many. I don't know if many people would agree with me on this, but I could see a a dedicated warden healer and a totally cracked out stam sork being a really nasty combo in a okay. in a duos tournament like that. That's 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 it's kind of similar to to my potential answers on this question. I feel like that's that's kind of up the same alley. Yeah, uh, a warden healer and a DK, or a warden healer and a frost warden, would obviously mm-hmm. be amazing too. I mean, mm-hmm. would. What do you think? That, that was kind of mine. I I kind of came in absolutely agreeing with you. I kind of came in with two answers. I I kind of went more. If you're just doing uh random, you know, you're just joining up for some random matches with a duo. And you're just trying to get kills and you're just, you know, playing casually. In my mind, two execute sorks is the way to go in that. I think you're you're, okay. you're gonna have a lot of mobility, uh, to, you know, if you can move around and you know the class well, you're gonna rack up a crazy amount of kills. People are gonna struggle dealing with two of you. Um that's kind of the problem in those and especially if it's random matches. You know, you try to go after one sork and he streaks away, so you turn around and get to the other one, then he streaks away, and at that time the other ones come back and start hitting you again. So I think uh, duo execute sorks is the way to go if it's kind of a, a random match and you're just trying to rack up a lot of kills. Now, kind of like you were saying, if it's it's uh, if it's the Ulfadnar, you know, you're going into a really sweaty match or you're doing like really dedicated squads, you know, it's going to be really high level players. Uh, my pick on that was a a a, a buff slash healing warden, you know, one that's going to buff up uh, the team and and do really heavy heal wardens with a brawler DK. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. I think that's the way to go because here's the thing: with that duo, you're still going to get two teammates, and if you've got a strong healing warden that's going to add weapon and spell damage to the team, and you've got a brawler DK that's going to get in there, you know they're going to pressure the team. You know they're going to be hard to kill. They're going to, and and whatever the two teammates are with that are just only going to enhance those two. So I I, I would say that. I would say a, a buff healing warden with a brawler DK is the way to go. Yeah, I think that's probably it, honestly. Uh, I think I just kind of want Stam Sork to be in there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it just I want it to be this answer. Yeah. Uh, now I, I didn't mention this, but if you're um, if if you were somehow just doing ac- an actual duos tournament, like in if if we get this uh, lobby system in Q3 that we're hoping for, and you could literally do like only two people per team, a situation like that. Um, I think maybe like a, a 50-50 warden that does damage and healing yeah. and a DK brawler would be yeah. a pretty good I would, I would 100% thing. agree with that because that, uh, I mean, wardens are the, I feel like wardens are the only ones that can really pull that off too because a 50-50 warden is still cranking out a lot of heals. Yeah. Like absolutely heavy, heavy, strong heals. Or like uh, Sam, Sam kind of updated his warden build today and he, he was like kind of like a 60-40, like 60% damage, 40% <laughs> heals is kind of how he's doing it right now. and. 
did That'd a match with, I did a match with that warden <laughs> earlier. He's he's cranking out heals like a like a healer main, but he's doing more damage than anyone on the team. So answer he me how post- that works. <laughs> Hold on. He just posted a screenshot. Oh my god, Sam. Delete this build, dude. <laughs> what have you done, Sam? You four already point, he, he already point broke three the meta. eight. Four point three eight million damage and just over one million heals in this match. Unbelievable. In his, uh, in his new warden setup. What's that setup, Sam? What's the what are the what are the sets? Yeah, what are the tell us the builds, Sam. Tell go I'll ahead and tell five. us the deets. I'll um I'll um you'll you'll win the email. You <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Only leave it to Sam to Sam's gotten to the point now that when he theory crafts a build, he he just wants a build where he doesn't he doesn't even need the teammates anymore. All right. He just he wants it all. Mm-hmm. He's gonna heal himself. He's gonna be the lead damage. If you wanted something sh- done right, damn it. He's just gonna do it all by himself. <laughs> um, so maybe he'll get us those sets here in a minute. But um <laughs> I, I wouldn't I wouldn't hold your breath on it. I think that's all I gotta say about that though, right? I think we pretty much summed it up, right? Yeah, I think so. I think that I think we I think we answered answered that question. Wardens and DKs in some combination. Yes. Is the answer. Um, and our third and final email is from Grizzly Khan. Um, Grizzly Khan sent me a very long email. Very, very good, very long email. I asked him if it was okay if I edit it down just a little bit to make it a little more concise. He said that was totally cool. So I'm going to be reading this, but just know that it's been edited a bit. Um, Grizzly says Imperial City has a unique set of features that create an interesting and engaging area to explore the unique currency, the sewers, the city, the variety of bosses and quests, uh, and the mixture of PVE and PVP makes for a dynamic that can only be found in Imperial City. However, there are some obstacles for the average player who might want to dive in. The PVE aspects alone can be quite challenging. Uh, add to that the constant presence of gankers and the unintuitive map design, and you have a piece of content that is integral integral to the PvP experience, but has a high barrier of entry that turns many players off. I'll just kind of paraphrase this paragraph here. Basically, Imperial City has grown stagnant, which I can definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, and then Grizzly asks, what would you guys do to revitalize Imperial City and make it more attractive to newer and less experienced players? Davis, why don't you go first, man? you have any ideas what, how we could make Imperial City more populated? So I got a couple of ideas. Um, my, my first one is, is more of kind of a joke, but it's one that we've, we, we've kind of uh, talked about, is that one of the things that we've always said would be really cool for Imperial City is, the, is, is changing up the Molag, the Molag Ball boss in the, in the center uh, sewers. You know, we've talked a long yes. time about it. It's this... It's a really cool looking boss. The animations are really cool. The arena that you find him in is really cool. It's kind of where all the factions meet. You have to do this real kind of long drawn out, you know, you know, sub boss fights. And then he comes out. And really, if you can get that Molag ball fight off and there's other factions and you're fighting them while that boss is out there, it's one of the best experiences of PvP in this game, in my opinion. Like it is it's absolute amazing. fun. It's just complete chaos. There's so much strategy. You're trying to think like, all right, I gotta watch out for this boss. And so we've talked a lot about that boss, the 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 tankiness of that boss, perfect. That is one of the tankiest bosses out there. 
but there's no threat of that boss. He is not yeah. going to kill you. You can solo him. Yeah, there's just no threat from it. So to actually revamp that boss and make it an actual threatening fight, um, we always joke that the, the, the banner bosses that you have to kill before he comes out are much more difficult to deal with than he is. And yeah. so factoring in some of those, making that, that, that boss much more difficult, much more of a fight, and making the rewards much more worth it you know if he if it's going to be this really hard to beat hard take down boss yeah it needs to be more than 13 telvar yes let's get some (laughs) let's get some wild rewards i mean if you you know if you've got if you make that boss enough of a of a target and you've got 30 players in there trying to fight to take them down like you know make make the make the rewards worth it um, so that's kind of the one, that's kind of the first easy one I feel like we always talk about when we're in the sewers. Uh, and then the second one, a little bit more of a of a more thought out, harder to change, I don't think will happen uh, type change. But I, I just feel that the sewers, with the underground sewers, as well as the Imperial City up top, it's an awesome experience. It's, it's you know, when when they do like, weekend events and things like that and it's packed it's so much fun but i just think that that they i think they overestimated what it was and i just feel like the map is just it's just too big the up top map is too big the below map is too big when you combine them together it's really too big and so what it does is that when there are players in there you're rarely going to see them and i feel like that and i i think this could carry over into serial too same thing there you know, Cyrodiil has a lot of really cool experiences as well, but they've made those maps so big because they almost made it like, okay, what do we do if every player in the game joins in these modes? We've got to have a map big enough for that. And I, I really wish they would have made it where it doesn't have to hold every player in the game because what that causes is a lot of running. Players are doing mm-hmm. a lot of running, a lot of traveling, and really I feel like all that's done is just take players away from it. Players got tired of running. They don't want to go down there and run. They don't want to go to Cyrodiil and run around. And so it really kind of keeps players away from it. I feel like if they would have made it more of a smaller focused area where it's it's more action, it's more fights, it's more BG level actual combat, uh, I feel like it would just be so much more higher population and like now like you know now it's what's done is done right so we have the map that we have so i mean something they could rectify that with though is like um like you were just saying like buff the crap out of molag ball make it like you know a once a year thing that happens that a a group manages to take molag ball down you know i think Mm -hmm. it should be like that level of like one of the heart maybe the hardest boss in the entire game yeah he's also the original he's the og main boss and then also do that, and then once he gets summoned, once the fight starts, put a put a notification on everyone's screen in Imperial City. Molog Ball has been summoned, you know, so people know there's action going on down there, you know, and they'll, Heck, they'll go. Don't even try to don't even do it in just Imperial City. I think you do it game wide. What would that hurt? Game wide, sure, yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. But I mean, at That's least Imperial idea, City, though, that would be like that would draw people there. Like, oh crap, okay, let's let's do this. It's happening. It's going down. I can't like. It's been three months since the last time someone tried to fight Molag Ball, you know? Like, If it was something like that, like it was a rare thing, you better bring everybody you got in the guild. That'd be so awesome. That would be amazing if just factions started flooding. Like, oh, like people people have Molag Ball down to half health, and just everybody and their dog would be running in there. 
To you wouldn't fight. dare summon him with like a three squat, you know, like that no. would just be s- silly, you know, unless you were just tr- f- for the memes, you know. <laughs> that is a great idea. I really like that idea. My, uh, my answer, I actually told this to Grizzly, uh, the other night cause we were just, we were doing Imperial city and I was like, I'll just give you my answer early. Uh, literally anything I think would, uh, would go a long way. <laughs> uh, I think these, uh, these, these, uh, battleground weekends, I think have shown us that, uh, the PVP community doesn't require much in terms of incentive to like get excited about PVP, you know, like these weekend events are nothing, you know, they're, it's the most like smallest possible thing. And those queue times are fast. People are mm-hmm. in there. People are excited about it. They're getting serious about the objective and all of that. You know, it's a successful thing, I would say. And it's like, it's, you know, it's almost nothing. Uh, so I feel like that's proven that, you know, just any effort at all is enough. Um, so, you know, like these, these Battlegrounds weekend events um, are every few weeks, maybe every three weeks. So just on one of the other weekends, let's do an Imperial City sort of like equivalent kind of thing that would be yeah that would be a great kind of an easy thing they could do that's a great point i mean i what what's the event every year that that they do an event every year where imperial city just gets flooded with population it's mid-year mayhem right okay yeah yeah i guess it is that one i was thinking that but there's a lot of things that get flooded with mid-year mayhem but yeah mid-year mayhem i mean you go to imperial city and it's packed everybody and their dogs in there yeah just any incentive at all i feel like people jump right on it I honestly, I don't think Imperial City, in my opinion, I don't think Imperial City really needs to be changed all that much. I think it's pretty awesome how it is. I think it's a, it's a, it's a good sell how it is right now. Um, you just need to remind people that it's there, you know, like those obstacles that you're talking about, Grizzly, about, you know, the the PVE aspects are hard. You could get ganked, you know, all that stuff. Uh, I want to go back to Elden Ring. The, you know, there's an element of danger in that, in those, in those FromSoft games, you have something valuable to lose all the time and it changes how you approach that game. You're careful. You don't just go barreling through haphazardly, you know, you take your time, you make sure you're prepared. You, you scout the area first, because if you take a wrong step, you're going to lose all this valuable stuff that you have and it's going to be a pain. So, you know, I think you have to adopt that mindset and that's part of the fun. You know, the fact that you have something to lose is, is what's fun about it. Um, so, you know, I think if we try to cater too much to, to these players, to these newer players that are kind of turned off by these things, I feel like we, we will end up losing what is actually cool about Imperial city. Hmm. Um, and I don't think we necessarily have to try to cater to everyone all the time, you know, like these, this community of players is having fun over here. This community of players is having fun over there. If we try to cater to these guys, it's going to ruin it for these guys. Why mess all that up? You know, I think just a reminder that Imperial city exists is enough. Um, I think if they just did some simple UI redesign within the menus, that would probably have a 500% increase in how many people find their way to Imperial city. Like if you just had a PVP menu, like this is where you go for PVP. And then do you want to do Battlegrounds or do you want to do Cyrodiil or do you want to do Imperial City? You can just see it all clearly right there. You know, that alone, I think, would just bring a lot of people there. Just like, oh, I guess Imperial City. Why not? I'll do IC today. There it is. Because, uh, you know, you get in these routines like I log in and I'll just I'll press I, I do BGs. Right. So I press the P key, go to the group menu, queue up for BGs and off I go. But if I were 
in the habit of hitting a key that just takes me to a general PvP menu, and then I see options there. I might click something different this time, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there are very simple things they could do that yeah. would have a big effect, you know? And I even, I was asking, I think I was asking you this the other day of like, there's not like a, you know, outside the menu, you talk how it's hard to get there in the menu, but there's not like a big entrance in the game to get there. You know, we talked about maybe in Cyrodiil you could maybe get in there, but like, you used to could from Cyrodiil, but I don't know if that's true anymore. Well, even yeah. if so, like that's not an easy entrance to get there. Like yeah. you, you got to travel to Cyrodiil and then get to the middle of Cyrodiil without yeah. dying and then get there. Like, you know, like in the major cities, like in these major capital cities, make a portal and they're making NPC there. That's like, come help us in Imperial City. You go through that portal, teleports you straight to Imperial City. You know, make, make, you know, bring attention to it. Like that's not that, that wouldn't take them that long to do. Just. Make make visual things that attract people to these type of places. Yeah. Um, yeah, very minimal things it would take. Um, I think it's just a matter of this, you know, their their development resources just aren't being focused on that. You know, they have other things they're working on. That's that's old content, you know. Yeah. Sure. Um so um yeah, that's 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 the answer. <laughs> Easy as that, Grizz. Easy uh, as that. <laughs> uh, Grizz says, P.S. Sit chair night when? Well, we just did it. Saturday night. It was awesome. But um, we are going to start uh, doing some more of that. I'll talk about that actually here in just one second. Anything else about any of that, Davius? Imperial um, City or any of these other email things you want to revisit? No, I don't think so. I think we covered it. So we have decided that Davius alone will choose the winner i will i will give you my okay like my pick but it's ultimately your choice okay um hold on i gotta <laughs> think about it you gotta scroll through i've already got mine actually my gut already told me i already picked mine out but i'm curious actually, really I actually really like that because it kind of takes the pressure off of me. I just I just kind of say <laughs> you like I putting, yeah you just like putting the pressure on me. This is real where the true story goes here. Um, I like the Imperial City. I like Grizzly Con. Okay, okay. I once again we're over two on this. I'm going to disagree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually this is going to sound crazy. I'm actually going to go with Vocal Tick. I'm going to oh, pick okay. Vocal Tick, and here's why. Like, uh, obviously. We value GrizzlyCon Uncle Sam tremendously. Tremendously. Uh, we love them. You know, we give them shout outs all the time, love sending them emails. But I think the biggest thing to me is that Vocal Tick is somebody who who hasn't been in the Discord, hasn't joined the guild, and he's taken that step. He's joined in the fun. He's joined into the crowd. And that to me, that's huge. Like we we absolutely want to 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 build this group, expand this community, and and so when we're adding somebody to the community, to me that's just that's just the tip top. That's what we're all about. Uh, all right, guys, you heard it. People. You heard how to how to get a free million gold right there. <laughs> hey, I up. go by my gut, so you never know. So I'm not I'm not saying just a guarantee, but that, <laughs> yeah. that's what that's the one that stood out to me this week. All right, yeah, totally awesome. That that'll be easy because he's in the guild, so I'll I just have his have his that name already. Vocal tick. Next time I log in, which will probably be shortly after we end this recording, I'll have that coming your way. If for some reason it doesn't show up, just send me an email and remind me because I'm forgetful sometimes. Um, but I shouldn't forget. Uh, okay, nice. Thanks for the emails, guys. Thank you very yes, much. Absolutely. Sam, they're, they're Sam so says boo fun. hiss because uh, he did not us. win. He's hissing us. Sam, you had a real shot this time, dude. 
Yeah, like, honestly, I mean, I really, I really, I, I really enjoyed all like all the emails this week. Really, and I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the ones last week. Like, we, I think, I think we could both say this. Like, we are absolutely having fun with these emails. This is what we're all about. Just, just chatting about ESO, talking about scenarios. Like these, these, these emails have been a whole lot of fun. Top three for sure, Sam. <laughs> Sam, you are absolutely top three for sure. You write that one down. You write that one down right now. We have a guild. The guild's name is Stoons Goons. It's the best named guild on the PCNA server. And you know what? We decided we're just going to go ahead and, and make it the best PvP guild in the game. Mm-hmm. I think we, we just decided we're going to go ahead and do that. I've worn him down, everybody. He's really <laughs> starting to like the guild. It's happening. It's kind of occurred to me that this has just actually has already happened. You know, like <laughs> the, it is, it is sort of accidentally become a really great PVP gold. Um, it, it's not something we've really made an effort to do. We've just sort of accumulated these friends. Uh, we all play a lot of BGs. We're just always hanging out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm always saying on the show, anyone who's in the Discord is a fully fledged goon. That's absolutely true. Uh, and I'm like, man, we got ourselves a little guilt here. Yeah. So we've decided to go ahead and try to um, do a little something with this thing. Uh, uh, we've we've kicked up recruitment just a little bit. We're not going to like go crazy and try to like have 400 people in the guild. Um, but you know, if I'm in a BG and I and I see someone do well and it's someone that I don't really know. Um, my plan is I'm not going to just like, just shoot out invites. You know, what I want to do is like, maybe just say something like, whoa, you got like 30 kills. Holy crap, dude, that's amazing. What's your build? Just talk to that person, you know? Yeah. And if we get along, Hey, you should join our guild. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, you, you, you can expect to kind of see some people coming in, uh, at, at a slow trickle here, but we already have a pretty good little, little base right now. Uh, Sam says no longer just the best named guild. Now it's literally the best PVP guild in the game that happens to also be the best named guild. Yep. That is absolutely there. It is. I'm going to double all those reactions there. (laughs) Um, that's, I'm going to have to actually that exact phrase is actually what I'm going to have to say. (laughs) Sam wrote it up for us right there. There We we have a guild. The guild's name is Stoons Goons, the literal best PVP guild in the game that also happens to be the best named guild. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Oh, I'm going to try it. I'm going to (laughs) try. Um, so, um, yeah, anyway, so we're uh, we're going to start doing some stuff. We're going to we have a s- couple of ideas for some events that we're going to start doing. Um it's not going to be anything fancy. It's basically just going to be a scaled up version of what we've already been doing for a really long time. We're just kind of playing with friends. Mm-hmm. Um so um what we're going to start doing from now on is Wednesday nights. So the first one's going to be tomorrow night actually. Uh or if you're listening to this on on Wednesday, it's today. Or it was yesterday. I'm sorry. This comes out on Thursday. It was yesterday. Sorry. <laughs> Tomorrow, as of the time we're recording you're this. Out a, you're cutting out a, a day of your, your editing time there. Yeah, for real. Sometimes it does come out on Wednesday if I finish up early, so it could happen. Okay. okay. Wednesday nights are BG night. Um, so um, I kind of have a, a loose idea of how this is going to go. We're, we're, we're going to try this, see how it goes, and we'll refine the idea from there. But uh, 
Basically, the idea is uh, we're not going to have any signups. No one signs up. It's just we're doing this thing Wednesday nights at uh, at 8 p.m. Uh, Central Time is when when we'll start. Or I'm sorry, yeah, 8 p.m. Central Time. Mm-hmm. Um, and just anyone can show up. Uh, you can show up late. You can leave early. I'm I'm thinking of it like it's a party. You know, yeah. it's not a it's not like an organized event that you have to be on time. And these specific players are all playing each other, and and there's a winner and all that. This is a battlegrounds party that you can just kind of come to and hang out and and leave. You know, go talk to these people. Go talk to these people. It's going to be kind of like that. Absolutely. So we're trying to do this thing that's going to work for any number of people, anyone who wants to come. You know, it's not just specifically these people who signed up. Um, we also want to be very flexible with people's time. That's why it's like a come and go. This thing is going mm-hmm. on. Pop, pop in, pop out. You know, people have things come up. People have uh, busy schedules and stuff like that. We know how it goes. Um, so here's how the standard event is is going to go um, for now. Um, we're going to you know, have as many people as we can show up. We're going to use a, a random generator on the internet to pair everyone into duos. So everyone will be in a random duo that shows up. Um, if there's like one odd player left over, they can just queue up solo or whatever. But um, basically, we're all going to queue up in the group queue as a duo. And then kind of the quote unquote rule will be if two or more people, two or more groups get a queue pop, then you accept the queue. And, you know, you go have fun playing some BGs. Probably more than just two will pop, but I think if, if at least two pop, then go ahead and take it. Mm-hmm. And then if you didn't get the queue pop, then just stay in queue and keep following the same rule. If two, two or more queues pop, take the queue, go have fun. And keep enjoying the party. Yeah, and, you know, watch streams. Whoever does get a queue pop, if you feel comfortable doing it, turn your stream on. Let people watch while they're waiting for their queue. And, and in the meantime, we're just hanging out and telling jokes and, and, and having a good time. The goal, the goal basically is to just populate the group queue so we can all have fast queue times. We can have mm-hmm. some good games against some good players. Uh, we're not necessarily trying to have like this team versus this team. We're all just trying to play a bunch of BGs. Yep, absolutely. Um, I'm trying to decide if we want to like just like randomly put everyone into pairs at the beginning and then that's your buddy for the night or if we should shuffle them in between. I think probably just in the beginning... I think we'll probably just kind of have to wing it because people will be coming and going and stuff. We'll be like, okay, so-and-so needs a partner. Why don't you guys, you know. Well, and I think think the biggest part of what we're going for is that really the most important part of all this is just people showing up. Like, Mm -hmm. just just come in and whenever you show up, whenever, you know, just just show up, we're going to make it work. Like, we'll we'll find a way to get you a partner. You know, if you want to show up and you absolutely want to be teamed up with somebody, like, awesome. Team up with that person. We have no problem with that. Like, that's fun, too. So. I just think yeah. that that that's like like you said that the the description of it's just a, a BG party is absolutely what we're going for. I think it's just we're the goal is just to everybody come and have fun playing some BGs, right? And any rules are really just kind of loose rules. Even like yeah. uh like what I'm saying, like if um if two or more groups get to queue, then accept it. You know, if you're the only group that gets a queue and you actually just really want to accept it, then just just take it. Yeah. You know, like no one's we'll gonna have, get mad. It's we'll fine. have fun watching the stream. <laughs> yeah. Um so it's it's a very it's just it's kind of a hangout, you know, sort of yeah. battlegrounds focused party is really what it's all about. And so that's what that's gonna kind of be the standard format of the event is kind of the idea for now. And like I said, once we actually do it, we will learn from that and we'll see what if we need to change anything about it. 
And that's basically how we already play all the time, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, a lot of the times we'll we'll do group queue or solo queue and we'll queue up at the same time and end up in the same match. A lot of times we're on opposing teams, but we're still on comms together and it's like, ah, you know, I'm going to get you, you know, watch out, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Um, it's really fun. I also have the Discord set up so that um, there's like the main voice chat room and then there are... Um, voice chats for each um battlegrounds team there's like fire drakes and pit demons and all that um so i was thinking like you know say people do end up on a team together they're both on the fire drake so if they want to they can just hop down to the fire drakes voice channel and now they're they're straight up a pre-made you know and yeah um or they could stay in the main voice too or hop back and forth you know yep. it's it's like a party you're going to this you're going to see what the people in the kitchen are doing you're going to see <laughs> what the go. people out in the yards doing you know you know, I was thinking about it too. Even if like, like you said, like if we've got, if we've got a whole bunch of people and, and three of the teams get a Q-pop and, and, uh, you know, maybe there's still five teams that don't have a Q-pop. If all, the th- you know, if those three teams are all on the same BG and they're all on separate teams, they can all go hop in one of the channels and they can all yeah. just be in that BG together, you know, you know, saying, I'm going to come, like you just said, I'm going to come get you, but they're in that. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So that's what we're going to do tomorrow night or last night. If you're listening to this on Thursday, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we're also going to start doing sit chair nights. I think we're going to try to do it every Sunday. We're going to, I'm going to see if that's something I can keep up with. I think it is. Sit chair night. Yeah. I like that. I like that idea a lot. Uh, so Sunday nights will be sit chair nights. Um, you got to come along. Uh, now oftentimes it is just kind of a PVE outing but it's fun we're hanging out it's very low pressure situation we get a fair amount of televar while we're at it uh and pvp does happen from time to time i mean you you just heard my story from the other night me and grizzly khan had a ton of pvp action in the sewers um so that's going to be and those are our two events that we have right now so wednesday nights will be bg night uh sunday nights will be uh imperial city sewer night um i think I'm going to try to work in like a PVE thing. Maybe Monday nights we'll have a, if we can get a decent little PVE group together, it'd be nice to like progress through some, like get some skins, get some, uh, some personalities oh, yeah. from some of the, you the know, DLC dungeons that, and stuff. I uh, can't remember what the personality is called, but there's a the personality. Beast. Yep. The beast personality. Yeah. Want that one bad. I want that one too. There's a bunch of them I'd like to have and that stuff we could, we can do it, you know, like, yeah. um, shout out to Exoleon. He, I'm sure lots of people do this. I I've, I don't do a lot of PVE, but um, he kind of gave me this idea of how to do progression. Just give yourself a two hour limit. However far you get in two hours, just stop, you know, and yeah, then next week we'll idea. see how much further we can get in two hours. And he was saying like, they've been able to complete every single thing they've attempted by doing that. You know, it is two hours this week, two hours next week. Eventually we'll get there. And so that's, that's how idea. we've been doing Black Rose and it's working. It's great. Yeah. I like that a lot. So, um, I haven't started the, 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 the PVE nights is not official yet. So just stand by on that. But Wednesday night, BG night, Sunday night, Imperial city, uh, that is what we're going to do. So, uh, scroll and podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to join the guild students, goons, best, literally the best PVP guild in the game that happens <laughs> to go. also be the best named guild on the PCNA server. There you go. <laughs> All right. We're getting there. Uh, we're getting there. So that's the idea. Of course, future plugs won't be nearly that long. I just kind of had to explain the new ideas there. Um, 
Okay. Um, if you'd like to support the show, one easy thing you can do is go to the Apple Podcasts app, specifically the Apple Podcast app, find our show and give us a written review and a rating. That just helps us um, appear higher in the search results whenever people search for relevant keywords. So if you could do that, um, that would help us out. If you'd like to go a step further than that and help us out in a bigger way, you can go to patreon.com slash scrollingpodcast and receive Stoon's Boon for $3 a month. <laughs> Stoon's Boon. I'm still so one. proud of the Stoon's Boon. It's so good. Stoon's like Boon. Like Patreon tier name. Mm-hmm. It's just, I love how all of the Stoon's Goon stuff is all just, it's all just falling into place so perfectly over time. So perfect. It's great. <laughs> Grizzly Khan says, what a turnaround from, uh, don't join this guild. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it took me almost 100 episodes, Grizz, but we've worn them down. We've worn them down. What it has (laughs) taken is for the guild to kind of form itself behind my back almost. You know, I just kind of like looked up one day. It's like, we have like a functioning guild here. We've got a lot of good PvP players here. Um, But yeah, I've always been kind of reluctant to try to run a guild it always has just seemed like a lot of work especially like other guilds that i'm in i know that it is a lot of work and i i don't want to do that but i think we have some ideas here that's really not going to be a lot of work yeah. and and we're going to have a lot of fun with it yep absolutely. um patreon.com or yeah patreon.com slash scrolling podcast to receive stoons boon for three dollars a month what that gets you is some extra Discord benefits, including um, access to listen to us record this show live like we're doing right now, like uh, Grizzly Khan and Uncle Sam are doing right now. Uh, you'll get a guaranteed individual shout out on every single episode. You'll also have access to the Booncast, which is a, which is a short bonus podcast recording that I do on the off weeks. So you get a little something every week. We have um, videos, written build guides. And of course, the greatest gift of all, that nice feeling in your heart, knowing that you're helping us cover the expenses of making the show and possibly even helping us improve the quality of the show in the future. So that is patreon.com slash scrolling podcast. If you can't do the Patreon right now, then just come and join the Discord. Uh, That doesn't cost anything. We have one of the best communities on the internet, probably literally the best PvP community in the Elder Scrolls Online. Um... Please come join us. Doesn't cost anything at all. Scrollingpodcast at gmail.com. We'll send you an invite. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the chat. Hold on. We had some we had some some people leave. I gotta consult my screenshots. Shout out to the chat. Grizzly Khan, Gummy Bear, uh, Mother of Dragons, Crimson, Uncle Sam. Anyone else? Thank you guys very much for joining us. I appreciate like, you being like here. My buddy, Gummy Bear in here a little bit. Did you say Gu- that? Did I say gummy bear? I think I said gummy bear. Um, really appreciate you guys being here. Um, shout out to my veteran Black Rose Prison Squad: Zoe, Exolion, and uh, Bill Murray. So Bill for Murray uh, shadow, <laughs> shadow this week. Bill Murray himself. Um, really good tank. Uh, got us through it. We did it in like an hour and a half. It was really smooth. Really good. Um, so thanks, guys. Looking forward to tomorrow. Shout out to the Elder Goons, the OGs. Thank you guys so much for sticking around for so long and being our friends. Glad you guys are here. Uh, shout out to our Stoons Boon recipients, our Patreon supporters. That is Porkbody, Toadster, Gummy Bear, Grizzly Khan, and Thomas. Guys, thank you so much. Um, anything else, Davius? 
think that's I think that's everything. Okay. Thank you very much for listening and we will see you next time. This is my, this is my tool right here. This this golden voice right here. It's like George Costanza be, being a hand model. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Get the um, oven mitts. <laughs> yeah, like the the freaking or no, he met the guy that had like the cryogenic freaking orbs on his hands or whatever, yeah. right? <laughs> uh. uh. I'm not keeping up with chat here. My bad, guys. Oh, you're getting called a tool. Oh, hey. Whoa, hey, hey, everybody. Let's keep it civil. Let's keep it civil. We have standards here at the the goons. (laughs) All right, I guess we're going to go ahead and get started. Hold on, before Uh, we go, I got to get your reaction. It's very minor. I feel like I've already built it up too much. Okay. But uh this is my last day of work this week off for the rest of the week whoa dude my weekend is starting right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't hold i on. know it hold on do you have any plans tomorrow nope or wait no <laughs> Jeez, how about that is that what you're looking for <laughs> okay. is this what we're looking for i don't <laughs> I, uh... you put me on the spot i don't <laughs>